Beast Game podcast are talking about Cocaine Bear, which has come out in the movie theaters. I think it's also out on streaming at this point. This thing's don't last that long in the theaters. Especially this one. It is directed by Elizabeth Banks, who Hooray. I think her last, was it Charlie's Angels? Yeah. The story is written by Jimmy Warden, stars Carrie Russell, Alden Ulrich, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ray Liotta, rest in peace, Isaiah Whitlock, a couple other people, but very, very loosely based off a true story. An oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. So there's two kids, male and female kid. They are going to not go to school today and go to this mountain range to go hiking. But what happens is that prior to that, there's someone flying a basically a drug plane. The drug plane lets off all this cargo by accident. It winds up all in this forest. And the kids stumble upon it. They kind of get hopped to supply. <laughs> oh, my God. But dumb, then dumb. what happens is that O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character is working for a boss that's like, hey, look, the cocaine went down in this area. We need you to go there. And then Carrie Russell's character is the the mother of the female child. So at some point, the kids go missing. It's like, hey, they didn't go to school, try to figure out where they went to. You kind of have this convergence of different elements. Again, the whole cops, criminals. Tries to be more like Smoking aces, but you just kind of have like these offshoot groups kind of converge on this one particular area for different reasons. Matt, how'd you feel about Cocaine Bear? I actually liked it for what it is. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Snakes on the Plane. No. Stupid as it is, you just turn your brain off and you watch a movie. Although I think I like Snakes on the Plane a lot better than Cocaine Bear. I think it came at a time where wasn't much out and you just kind of rolled the dice and you watched the movie and it's stupid of a plot as, as it was with the cocaine coming out of a plane the dude knocking out i guess the thing I, I didn't like the way it ended yeah the bear took how many bullets and then he coughed it out what is he wolverine i was like i don't think he's that kind of person in order that kind of character that's the only thing i did not like about the movie but other than that is a stupid film at the right time something to watch and I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. I won't watch it again, but for the time I watched no. it, I, I felt when I left the movie theater, I was like, yeah, that was a, a decent, whatever, two hours spent. All right, Keith? For what it was, I'll agree with Matt that it was entertaining, but I went in there with no expectation. Mildly entertaining. It was a straight B movie. I won't see it again. I won't watch it again. And also, if anything, it kind of proves that anyone can direct a movie. Because Elizabeth Banks, I don't know how she's getting these directing. I don't think I've liked anything that she's directed. She doesn't bring anything new to the directing table. I mean, we can look at a film and almost tell who the director is. Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. One of my favorite directors. I don't think it's a film she's made that I've not loved. She has a very distinct style in how she handles dialogue and how she handles and calls her shots. Who's the woman who directed Harriet? Casey Clemens, I think her name was, or Carrie Clemens? Casey Lemons. Her storytelling was trash, but her directing was not bad. Elizabeth Banks can follow a script and tell 
the story of the script, but I mean, just calling the shots that aren't in the script, not seeing anything. She's now. more of a TV it. director than anything else. She's not suited for movies. Yeah, she's not bringing the right flair to that. The final step, the woman who directed uh, The Eternals. I mean, I might not like that movie, but her directing style was very distinct. Didn't fit with the Marvel film, but it was distinct Chloe enough Zell. to had it been. Had she done something else with that type of budget, I would definitely watch it again. So if she did an, another action movie or some other sci-fi epic that wasn't Marvel or anything, I'd check it out. I liked the look of The Eternals. I liked the shot she was calling. I didn't like the fucking movie. I don't know how, but either way. So anyone who out there who wants to direct, look at Elizabeth Banks. Clearly, you don't really need talent to be a director. Yeah, so. flat out and say, I did not like this movie at all. Did not find it funny. Premise of it could have worked. The execution of it was a lot better. Yeah. It was and, poorly executed. And the execution with something like this is really going to be on the director and writer. Mm -hmm. I don't find anything interesting with the dialogue. In order to make that funny, the directorial side of that would be trying to get that performance out mm -hmm. of that, even if the dialogue is not up to snuff. I looked at it just like, make it in. The first 10 minutes with the kids, that's it. Like O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character, looked like he was putting on a little bit of weight. Oh, but, he put on a lot of weight. But for this to be Ray Liotta's posthumous performance, last performance, it's trash. Would agree. It's unfortunate, but was his last film. He is gone, but he's not forgotten. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. So let's go to the scores and Matt. Seven out of ten. I mean, again, like you watch a movie, turn your brain off, enjoy it for what it is. I think the ending could have been better, but for a time that there really wasn't much to look forward to at that time, it was worth watching. Won't watch it again, but it was fine for what it was. Keith, I get this a four. I chuckled a couple times. It was a crazy enough premise that I a was B like, "A B movie, a four out of ten sounds like a F movie." No, like B, a B movie. movie would be. It like is a, F movie. <laughs> no, a B movie is four out of ten. Yeah, four. Yeah, this movie. So <laughs> anything over a six is the rewatch for me. All right, anything under the six, I don't want to watch it. Again. I mean, I'm about to go with Keith and agree with like the three to four is the appropriate score for this movie. It's B-movie. And when I say B-movie, it means it belongs yeah, the to the next level up is what A-movie, yeah? The next level up would be... A watchable film to yeah. put in theaters. This movie next should not have come next out level up would be a passable movie. Yeah. So what's your tiers? You have A-movie, right. B-movie. So if you're looking at that, there's going to be a gray area between the B-movies and the A-movies. Mm -hmm. That gray area is that rewatch. Would I watch it again? Probably. Will I watch this again? No. Like, yeah. I like to forget about this movie. Like, it's surprising I even remember the premise, the first part with the kids. A movie like this could have been done during the 90s, and it would have been funny. She needs more comedic timing. It needed a comedic director. It was someone who knew what the fuck they were doing. Like, she was just kind of directing a movie that... She was directing other people's movies. She saw something quirky and funny, and she tried to put that spin in it. The CGI bear was... They should have used an animatronic bear, for one thing. To, well, to I mean, it was a guy in a suit, basically, or a guy in, in motion summer. capture. Yeah. Yeah. They should have stuck to those shots. They were some generally funny, crazy moments in there, but she didn't know how to expand on it and keep it going. She didn't know how to tell the story of the various characters. Like something like the Fairley Brothers, maybe the Coen Brothers. Like the Coen that, Brothers would have done Like the, the Big Lebowski is kind of like, we need to have all these different yeah. characters all interact with each other for whatever reason. Or like Fargo, things like that. What this movie could be, 
But it's the director that ultimately lets everything down just because they can't execute. I mean, they're just there to facilitate, not to inspire. And that's ultimately what the problem is with this movie. It's not like, hey, well, again, this could be funny. This, mm-hmm. But this is really just a 10-minute skit, and that's it. Like, you forget about it. It doesn't need to be almost an hour and, like, 40-minute movie. So, all right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. Cocaine Bear is on crack. Beast Game Podcast.